I'm not a foolish guy Don't even feel like drinking or even getting high Cause all that's gonna do really is accelerate Good evening ladies and gentlemen and welcome to Caroline's on Broadway America's premier comedy nightclub in the heart of Times Square It's showtime and we've got a great show for you tonight So sit back, relax and get ready to laugh That's right folks, we've got a great show for you tonight Now please put your hands together for the hosts of Come Town Adam Friedland, Stavros Halkius and Nick Mullins Yeah. Hello. Wow. That wasn't uh, enough pussy specialist. Yeah. yeah. Let it run a little bit. Let's yeah, play, yeah. put let's it back on. The song a little bit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Who recognizes this? Yeah. You do? What's you got it. No, no, it's not. Nah, get out. Yo, way too much confidence. Boomer. Anybody? It's six hundred dollars. If you could guess the name. Stop will pay you $600 out of his pocket right now. My own money. His name's... Dude, you should tell people. What? No, you're not allowed to Shazam the song. <laughs> uh oh, hold right on. Right in front of us. Gully Wop, you got no, it. No, it's not Gully. It's he doesn't even know the name. Wop. It's Gully Wop. It's Gully Bop. It's Gully Bop. Yo, Gully, Gully Bop's tight. Yeah. yeah. Well, the song's called Pussy Specialist, which is... Yeah. A great name for... Official uh, Comtown endorsement for Gully Bop. We found out about him last night after recording nine podcasts in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, yeah, he's our favorite. He was a homeless drug addict that is now Jamaica's most famous uh, singer-songwriter. Yeah. And, well, he went there. viral. Somebody recorded him in an alley. Uh, very similar to our story. Where, uh, <laughs> homeless drug addicts. Uh, that someone recorded in an alley and then... A radio station played him, and then he blew up, and then immediately started releasing songs called Pussy Specialist, <laughs> and they were like, whoopsie-daisy. <laughs> but he's so. too powerful now, dude. He's, he's not. He's the prime minister of Jamaica now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think that's how Do they have a prime minister? What's the government of Jamaica? Is it whatever, whatever we tell whoever, them? Whoever, yeah. whatever the CIA demands of them? Whoever takes They're the... They're like, let's the, get Gully Bop in there. Let's get the Pussy Specialist guy in there. <laughs> No, I think it's whoever can do the biggest bong rip, dude. Yeah, that's you know cool. what I mean. It's you, uh, are any of you guys adult bong rip guys? You guys still do bong rips? Hell yeah, dude! Don't lie, you motherfuckers. No one rips bangers here. Come on, dude. No. What's it called? What's the thing called where you do the you do the dab and then it's the a beer. dab marine actually yeah, where yeah, you yeah. smoke a dab then you drink a twenty four ounce uh, typically a tecate. Hell yeah, dude! I think that's the chillest Mexican vibe that you can bring. Um, and but, then you just exhale that shit, dude. and then you exhale it. And but it's a, Adam knows about this. It's this weird like YouTube genre of people that do. I don't even know what a dab is. I'm already I, that's past me. So it, it's wax, right? Yeah, it's a weed concentrate. So you do a you do a special type of weed, and then you drink the beer, and then you do the bong rip, yeah. right? And yeah, then you yeah, exhale yeah. all of it. It's but not even like smoking weed. It's it's like doing drugs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like doing real drugs. Well, what I like is that all those videos. It's all guys that like clearly have alimony payments. <laughs> yeah. It's a backwards hat, you yeah. know? Yeah, they of got, course. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a Bob Marley poster in their living room. A Gully Bob poster in their living room. <laughs> um, shouts out to you guys for coming. Thank you. This is the first time our fans have been to Times Square non-ironically. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> well, sort so of much. ironically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see us, the Irony Podcast. But what? No, we're, we're, we're seriously racist. This is a legitimately... 
this is a legitimately good show uh, that we are not surprised people listen to and come to. Yeah, this is a surprising turnout. It's so good that it's like disappointing, you know? Because yeah. then, then there's too much pressure, and it's like, well, then you have to be kind of sincere, right? No, probably no. not. Yeah. I'm just surprised girls are here right now. Yo, what's up, girls? Ha -ha. What's up? It's who, weird. who dragged you here? Yeah. Your girlfriends, right? Your boyfriends are like, yeah, I gotta go to this cum thing tonight. <laughs> you're that dating stunted men emotionally, yeah. so you're all here. And you're like, not, you know, the girls that I would expect. You're actually good looking women. Right, you yeah. have both eyes. <laughs> the men are all disasters. Everyone here. Yeah, I was like, well, obviously. You know, I always, I'm always disappointed when blind people don't do two eye patches. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you? That would look so That would be cool. awesome. Of course, yeah. If you had to, or the Jordy LaForge thing, that hairband shit. Oh, of course, yeah. I would do that. Oh, just a headband all the way down? Yeah. I used to, when I was in daycare as a kid, I would always steal girls' headbands and pretend to be. Of course. Jordy, which is where you use the power of being a nerd to bully. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Jordy LaForge? He's the, the blind guy on Star Trek. Star Trek, oh. dude. Shut Reading up, bitch. You don't watch Star Trek. Trek. I watched We Star just Trek. watched an episode Yeah, we watched it night. last night. You dude, watched one apartment. episode. I've watched Star Trek. I've seen every single Star Trek movie. Why are we even talking about this right now? Because <laughs> I, I brought it up. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> well, I always kind of want to talk about Star Trek a little bit. That's fine. Well, you, you guys Star Trek fans? <laughs> really? What's, are you a Star Trek fan? No, of course not. She's a Gully Where's Bop your fan. boyfriend here? What's that? Too yeah, busy with yeah, Gully yeah, Bop. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Gully Bop should be on Star Trek. They should bring... They should make a new Star Trek where Gully Bop plays Jordy LaForge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the forgetting how to reading Rainbow Guy. <laughs> yeah. It's a planet where no one pays their child support. That's the Gully Bop planet. Look him up. It's a good joke. It's a, uh, yeah. We, we thought we'd be able to talk about Gully Bop for a good. Yeah, the set list today just minutes. said Gully Bop, so we ran dry quick as hell. Uh, but you know what are you gonna do? Um, talk about Nick's. You're leaving. I'm leaving. Adam's leaving too to go see his mom who's dying. That's a yeah. topic. Jesus Christ, yeah. dude. That's out there. So. God damn. Well, my, I think family listens to this. My family does not well, listen to this. Uh, <laughs> my dad tried to listen to it, and he said that uh, it was just stoner movie uh, recollections. Yeah, yeah that is 75%. That's true. probably the, the nicest summation of the podcast yeah. you could offer. Yeah, and it was uh, anti-Israel, too. So yeah. like, Your dad thinks everything's anti-Israel. Of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, he's accused waiters of being anti-Israel. <laughs> That's uh, Did that happen for real? Uh, yeah, I think actually once. Yeah. What was the context? We were at a Chili's and uh, they I thought it was maybe Dick's. You know that place, Dick's. Uh, oh yeah. The restaurant where they insult you. <laughs> the waiter comes out. Waiter who's stepping? Has <laughs> anyone been to that place? I saw your dad. I mean, he was like, "Oh, I got this one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna burn that tip, dude." <laughs> you guys know that restaurant, Dick's? It's this restaurant chain, Dick's, where like the theme is like the waiter's a fucking asshole, right? And uh, 
you know, so that you go to the table and be like, hey, nice tits, bitch. You want the mozzarella sticks? Or, you know, yeah, uh, that's cool. But if you go, there's a couple of them. And if you go on Yelp, there's always like one or two reviews from people that thought they were going to fucking Olive Garden. <laughs> like, they called my 12-year-old daughter a fucking whore in training. <laughs> they put a whore in training on a hat and put it on her head. Yeah. <laughs> a cone-shaped hat. Yeah, a dunce, a dunce hat. We need to bring back the dunce cap. I think that's probably like a Williamsburg thing we can get started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a, like a legit dunce cap. You should just cap. do a bar called Dunce, and everyone has to face the wall and wear one of those hats. Oh, yeah. That's the theme, you know? You don't have to get made conversation at all. That'd be so authentic. That probably already exists, yeah. right? Yeah. They only serve Switchel. <laughs> Switchel and Mead. There's a Mead place, yeah. Yeah, in Ridgewood, I'm not Queens. Yeah. 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 The Apple store in Williamsburg sells Mead. Yeah. <laughs> The dunce hats, so those are, they look like the clan hats, right? They're the same hat? Yeah, well, it's the same concept, really. Oh, okay. <laughs> you say a bad word in class, <laughs> you begin to become a grand wizard. <laughs> Did they ever make, my, in my fucking school, they made you, like, stand up and look at the wall without the dunce cap? That shit sucked, dude. I hated standing up. That was such... <laughs> and it fucking did not. It was not cool. I had back problems for no reason in particular. Yeah. And uh, yeah. couldn't think of why. But uh, it really, Mr. Richmond, fuck that dude, man. He really. Wait, but when you fucked up or just what was the? Yeah, when you fucked up. But how would you fuck up that he would make you stand up? I don't know, man. I was do a good singer. You know, I would call. I would. I made fun of my friend for spelling his name wrong once, and then. I think I told the story of the podcast. He just spelled his name. He got a 95 on a spelling test, and it was out of 10, and he got five points off for spelling his name wrong. And that's, that's what I learned about bullying. Like, right then, I was like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's weird, because teachers wouldn't usually do that. Yeah, this lady sucked. Ms. Yeah. King. So that's I'm just name-dropping all of my teachers from John Rurai <laughs> Elementary School. Hell yeah, you know it. Do we have any graduates of that school here? No. Does anyone, anyone learn how to spell their name and get the degree from, or is it John? John, John Rura. Rura. John Rura. Rura? That's a Rura. fucking hard name to spell. That should be on the test, right, folks? Huh? Oh. I guess. They I said, did anybody say your school was haunted? They said my school was haunted. They are like, he was a guy, he killed children. Yeah, yeah. It's like, why would they name a school after a guy who murders children? <laughs> to get him to stop. That's yeah. what I, That was his deal. That was the bargain they made. If we name the school after you, you have to stop killing these kids. I was thinking about Nightmare on Elm Street the other day. Like, you know, so Freddy's supposed to be like this ultimate villain or whatever, mm -hmm. right? And the story is, is that he was like, like a pedophile that uh, people really? burned and then he came back and then he was killing teenagers. And it's like, yeah, he was worse as the pedophile. They yeah. still <laughs> Wait, made the right decision killing that guy. Yeah. I mean, a dead teenager is pretty bad, but it's better than a... A molested baby. Yeah, right. So wait a second. Why did he start killing? Why didn't he just fuck it in his dreams? Isn't that... Right? Because that would be pleasure. That would just that be a weird a sex dream. Yeah, yeah. You a, I can imagine waking up and being like, that's weird. I fucked a Bernie guy with scissor hands. You know, a weird smelly kid sweater on. And, Dude, yeah, why would wouldn't affect, that wouldn't affect me at all. I wouldn't yeah, be like, that must be revenge for something my parents did. You don't think if you got raped every night for your whole adolescence, that would fuck you up in your dreams? No, I seem fine. I think, yeah. I, think I, I turned out okay. Personally. Yeah, I don't know, dude. That's a big fucking plot hole, dude. Yeah, it is. I, that's all I have, really, is pointing out inconsistencies in movies. What about the for other For, like, one? four years, I was going around... 
I was I used to I quit comedy now because I I've made enough money to not have to do it anymore. Uh, but after like years, I was going around doing a bit about that movie Homeward Bound, right? A classic, and I just drunkenly completely forgot the plot. And I was doing this bit like, yeah, so the plot is what you. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's moved, right? You've, you've moved in your life. Have you ever forgotten all three of your pets? You wouldn't do it, especially the ones that talk, and then people would be like, you know, they wouldn't laugh at it. And then it took literally four years for someone to be like, yeah, that's not, how, that's not what happens. Anymore. They don't move, they go on vacation. The animals are confused. Wait, and then I continued doing that bit for another six years. Wait, those are some dumbass dogs then, dude. No, they know how to speak. They're... But then, wouldn't they understand that it's vacation time? And no, dogs back? don't go on vacation. They're smart. They're just ignorant to the process of you going on vacation. You think the dogs just fucking kick back? Just shit all over the... You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, isn't that what dogs want to do? Just go fucking buck wild in the house? Yeah, that's... Fuck, that's fuck my, other dogs My dog shit? wants to do. Does your dog shit in the house? Uh, no, no, not anymore. Just when it was scared. Adam got, Adam got like, a pit bull, and it's a very sweet dog, but it has to wear a muzzle everywhere. Yeah. Which, uh, it's, that's weird she that she still has that yeah. in her. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gotta say, older African-American women do not like seeing my dog with the muzzle walking down the street. Uh, so much so that I get yelled at all the time for having that dog. And yeah, but black people in general don't respect you. Or people in general. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Get out of face. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, that's not my fault. Um, it's their fault for not accepting me. Uh, for stealing their neighborhood. Uh, one time, uh, one time we were in a bodega, and uh, some lady just comes up to me and called Adam a bitch ass n word, and uh, then she kissed me on the cheek and left. It was awesome. Uh, no, I didn't know this woman at all. She just loved me and hated Adam, yeah. sight unseen. It was really cool. It was actually really funny because right before Sav walked in, she tried to give this guy a hug in the bodega, and he's like. If you pay me twenty dollars, <laughs> and then I gave her a kiss for. Free. Can you get arrested for that? Is that a type of prostitution? A hug? Prostitution? I feel, I feel like it should be. It should be more of a crime to sell emotions than it should be sex. Oh, that's because you don't understand emotions at all. That's because you've never had one in your money. life. That's <laughs> that what the girlfriend experiences? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just have an emotion. Like I feel time. like I feel like prostitution. That should be fine. Walmart greeter, you should be thrown in prison. <laughs> I think to smile, your job is to smile at people, yeah. to fucking lie to them with your face. That's fucked up. Dude. I don't like it. Yeah. Well, what are you doing in Vegas while you're there? Going to the Just doctor with my mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, are you gonna gamble like with no, cards, not with your mother's life? God. <laughs> <laughs> I gamble. We're gonna go to a restaurant, maybe for her birthday Chili's. tomorrow. No, we're gonna go Chili's to a nice. They're gonna go to Dicks. They're gonna go. They're like, oh, look at this bitch. What's she got? Parkinson's? And like, oh, actually, on, yes, uh, she, she does. And he's like, oh, it's that family again from before. I'm sorry about all that anti-Semitism stuff. I, I just really need this job. Oh, thank God. What are you doing? You looks know, out of that, right? <laughs> out of that family hey, tragedy. You know, yeah. Comedy is the best That's medicine. That's what it's all about. Because yeah. they certainly don't have a cure for that shit. So yeah. we gotta, we gotta laugh. Com- hey, Comedy's all we this. have. It's all we have. Laugh until she I gets read, better. It's true. I I read the New England Journal of Medicine. Under, there was an article recently about Parkinson's, and they just said uh, a comedy. That's the only... <laughs> just watch Patch Adams. Yeah, Patch Adams. watch Patch Adams, you're cured. Yeah, yes. we, no, just 
Did Patch Adams save any of those children? No, and I haven't seen that movie, but I, I, isn't that the plot? Is that he's just like really shitty at medicine, but he's like, whoa, I'm a little clown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? And he, then made made them, he made them giggle their way to their deaths. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would love it if that was just like the paper cut ward, and he had like a 100% failure rate because he just needed band-aids because he was doing rubber chicken. <laughs> Yeah, no, he, uh, and his girlfriend died because he, like, befriended a crazy guy. Real sad, Patch Adams. I don't remember that movie at all. Yeah. I saw it in theaters, East Point Mall. Hell yeah. Just saying stuff from Baltimore. And these four guys are going to be excited as hell. You know, it's always weird that, that Coppola did Jack. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything funny to say about that at all, but yeah. that always weirded me out. Yeah. That he, he, he wrote... So many great movies, and then he was like, let's do a thing where a man-child farts inside of a coffee can and passes around with his friends. All right, we got to start the show, because our first comic has to get out of here right after the... Yeah. Sorry, uh, what, you're waving at us. No, he's great. We want you to see what him. What a so. fucking good-ass, professional-ass... and I don't... He's, his in time is important. Okay, everyone. Hey, oh, ah! There we go. Uh, our first comic. Thank you so much for coming, guys. And our first comic is great. Uh, one of my favorites. Uh, I've been I've been nude in a room with this man so many times. Yeah. Uh, please, a big round of applause for Mateo Lane, everybody. Hi, I'm gay, um, obviously. <laughs> no question. Too many mic stands. Uh, give it up for Town, everyone. <laughs> Very funny. I, um, yeah, I remember Homeward Bound. What a haul, like, with that. You know, the problem in Homeward, do you guys remember Homeward Bound? The problem in that movie is Shadow. He's just like an old senile fuck. <laughs> that the rest of those idiots, and first of all, he, I think that he wanted, uh, what's the cat's name? No, not Sally Field. I mean, that's the woman who played her. First of all, let me just say this. I saw Babe first with her mouths, like, moved. And then when I, then, then I saw Homer Bound, and, you know, they, like, their mouths don't move. They're just talking. So for, like, 15 minutes, my stupid, like, seven-year-old self's like, who the fuck is talking right now? <laughs> it's just dogs writing buttons right now. Um, Sassy. Her name was Sassy. Yeah. Sassy. He wanted Sassy dead. There was, like, that scene where, like, she fell over that waterfall. And literally, it was the equivalent of, of Shadow just, like, looking over, being like, well, she's gone. Let's go. It's like... Shadow, you know, what a fucking old piece of shit. I hated, I hated Shadow's relationship with Peter. Like, what a weird, like, right? It was like Peter was like, oh, I was like drawing Shadow at his school desk. Why was he at his school desk? Why that vacation? What a dumb movie. All right, um, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid film. Hi, I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> obviously, is anyone else gay here or just me? Yes. Hey. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what a, a big. Okay. Uh, well, it's just us two. Welcome. Um, did you have fun in middle school? See, the thing, you did have fun in middle school? Yeah. Get out of here, you piece of shit. What a, if you had a good time in middle school, just get up and get out, because you're not a good person now. I just, I hated middle school. And here's the thing, like, as comedians, we're never supposed, like, everyone's like, don't make fun of kids, like, especially, like, Baron Trump, that's the thing now. It's like, don't make fun of Baron Trump because he's a kid. It's like, fine, I won't. But also, like, if I can think of one time in my life that people were the meanest to me, it was middle school. Like, I, okay, so my name, I, my name is Mateo Lane, and my biggest fear is that everyone's gonna call me like Mateo Lame. You're so lame. That was my, I was just so horrified. Thank God they didn't. They just skipped straight to faggot. So I was like, 
I fooled them. Uh, it was horrible. I hated, I hated sex. That, that was the worst class ever. Because I had, okay, so my teacher, his name was Mr. Full. Uh, it's, it, Mr., I don't want to say it. Hopefully he's dead. But um, he was, was like, the sex ed was horrible. I'm from Chicago, so everyone in my class was just a piece of shit. And like what he would do, I'm not saying it's homophobic, but he would have these like giant posters of like the vagina and like the male anatomy. And then he would point to only the male butthole and literally scream at sixth graders and go, This is an exit sign only! <laughs> to do with reproductive. I should have stood up and been like, then I fail. And just, <laughs> who has the time? Uh, it was such a shitty class. We, we, we do is, okay, so like in the class, Mr. Full uh, had, I can't want to say his real name because it's being recorded, so I've been saying it for the past couple weeks. I'm like, whoa. Um, uh, but he, okay, so we had like an anonymous question box because there was no Google back then. Just, just 101 free minutes of AOL.com. Uh, so what he would do is have this question box. If you had a question for him, you know, he would answer the question. And um, of course, like we just filled it up with like thousands of questions that were wildly inappropriate that were all about Mr. Full and his wife. It was all like, Mr. Full, do you, we don't know anything about sex. So it was like, Mr. Full, do you touch your wife's tit? You know, whatever. So like a bunch of those, you know. And the box, for some reason, had the Little Mermaid on it. I don't know why, but that's a memory of mine, which is kind of it's all of Oh, another rumor about Mr. Full is that he didn't have any semen because he drank Mountain Dew. Does anybody remember that rumor? Right? Remember that stupid rumor? And what was, like, Yellow 5 or something was the ingredient? So stupid that he didn't have any semen. Well, I love, too, that, like, sixth grade boys were all like, oh, I can't drink Mountain Dew, man. I gotta save my sperm. For, for what? Your sock later? Like, what are you? talking about so anyway so mr full so we had this anonymous question box and so we filled it up literally with hundreds of questions that were all wildly inappropriate and just he should have known because there's only 26 kids in the class and about 110 questions and we're all in the back of the class like answer the question box so he he would go up and literally read the questions like this he'd be like all right let's see the question box Mr. Wool, have you and your wife... I'm not answering that. <laughs> Mr. Wool, have you ever... I'm not answering that. So, every single one. So the one question he decided to answer, which it blows my mind to this day that he thought that, that obviously it was a fake question. Like, I don't know why he's... Okay, does he just... I'm, all right, I'm just going to say what it was. He go. he takes that question, he goes, I believe that's a fair question. <laughs> This person wants to know what snowballing is. <laughs> so, so, night of honesty, if you don't know what snowballing is, clap. Just night of honesty, I want to know. All right, wow, there's a lot of gross people in here. Okay. So, this is what he says sixth graders. Keep in mind, sixth graders. You tell me if you think this is appropriate. Snowballing is when a man ejaculates into a woman's mouth. And she spits it back in his mouth. <laughs> sixth grade. And of course, I'm an impressionable sixth grader, so I'm just walking around thinking my parents and teachers all spin coming to each other's mouths. Except for Mr. Full, he drinks Mountain Dew. Uh, oh, God. Well, here we are. I, uh... I don't know. I, I just... I, I, I hate dating. It's, it's like, I think that's like such a hacky thing for like comics to talk about. But like with gays, it's even worse because like all we have is like 
Grinder, which is a gay dating app. It's like a step above tapping underneath a bathroom stall. And, you know, Pokemon Go, that's it. Those are our options. I'm really, really, the, the thing is, is like, I feel like I'm just like a, I feel like I'm a person who shouldn't be in, I'm too crazy when I date. Is anyone, like, is anyone else a crazy dater here? Like, I'm an intense human being when I date, and I've, no one's raising their hand. You're all just mild. <laughs> Fuck you. All right, so, I am. I'm a, I'm, the, the thing is, like, I think it's, like, it's an ethnic thing. It's, like, an origin thing. Like, it's of my Italian genes. Like, I should not be dating with people who aren't, like, okay. I am, like, I should, like, it's like an iguana. I should be in a desert on a rock. Instead, I'm in a fucking tank in some kid's room in Montana where there's snow everywhere. Let me explain. So, I... Was I so I dating in America sucks. So I went to Italy. I have a lot of family in Italy, and um, I was in Rome, and I was on Tinder, just swiping no to everybody. And I found this one guy, Francesco. So we matched. And uh, oh, by the way, in Italy, the men they look so gay that I pass for straight. It's a problem. Uh, I look like I'm crushing pussy in Italy. And the word for gay in Italian is just gay with an Italian accent. It's just gay. That's it. <laughs> Italian, you know this. Okay, so I matched with Francesco, and uh, he wasn't out of the closet, so the whole date kind of felt like a drug deal, because he was like, meet me at this place at this time. Like, okay, so I went to this place, and I saw him. He was literally standing in a shadow. And I was just like, Francesco? He's like, come on! You know, so like, we like, ran, and in one hour, the date was one hour, full opera. Uh, like, every emotion you could feel, I felt it in one hour with this guy. Immediately, we started arguing with each other because he's not out of the closet. So I'm just screaming at him, like, ma perché tu non vuoi dire tu genitori che tu sei gay? And he's just like, non capisco no! And then we immediately start making out, and... While we were making out, like he'd never done this before, so he started yelling at him, like he broke, like he like started screaming at himself. He like pushed me away, and he was like, "Francesco, what are you doing?" <laughs> My dating in America is so much different, where it's just like, "Oh, so you have a brother? That's interesting." <laughs> Um, I need to go, but I have to say you guys have been a wonderful audience, and give it up for Stavros, and, uh, and come down, but I, sorry, I'm sorry I have to go so early, I'm such a piece of shit, I have to go perform for other drunks. Um, <laughs> bye everyone, have a good night. <laughs> Shadow's an asshole. Mateo Lane, huh? My man, my man fills out a sweatshirt nice, huh? That is a sexy boy right there. Um, guys, we're going to keep the show rolling. Uh, seriously, the, the show's our favorites. This next comic, a good friend of mine, super funny. She's been on Comedy Central. Big round of applause for Sarah Tolomash, everybody. Let her hear it. my taxes today. Have you guys done that yet? That's cool. Oh, cool. You're on it. That's good. I did it. I hate doing them. I feel like the hardest part about doing your taxes is like getting all that paperwork together and then like organizing it so you can just put it in an envelope and mail it to your dad so he can do it for you. It's like, ah, who has the time for that? I'm just thinking about just going to H&R Block and then see if they'll mail it to my dad for me. <laughs> Where I'm like, you guys are closer than the post office. 
Uh, I have been hanging out with my dad a lot lately. He's, uh, he's getting old. Actually, he is old. He's not getting old. He's right there. You can tell, though, because he's getting forgetful. Like, I went shopping with him, and uh, he ended up, he accidentally left my sister and I in the car. Uh, we were fine, though, because we were in our 30s. <laughs> I was like, Dad, if we were babies, we would have died, you know. Instead, we just, like, watch YouTube videos and roll down the window. <laughs> babies can't do that because <laughs> they're stupid. <laughs> stupid babies. Yeah, he's a. Uh, he also can't hear well, and uh, which is annoying because a lot of times when I'm hanging out with him, I'm just yelling and repeating small talk, which is frustrating. It's so stupid. Like I was with him the other day, and I was. I just said, uh, "Oh, it looks like uh, they cut the shrubs out here pretty short." And he's like, "What did you say?" I was like, "You want me to repeat that?" <laughs> I didn't even want to say it in the first place. <laughs> and everybody thinks I'm so passionate about these shrubs outside. I'm like, why are they so short? <laughs> Let's get on that. It's so annoying. I watched that documentary on Netflix, uh, Minimalists, I guess. Is that what it's called? I think that's what it's called. Have you guys seen it? Yeah. Oh, cool one, dude. Are you doing it? No. No. <laughs> Oh, but you're all by yourself, though. That's pretty minimal. <laughs> That's nice. You're doing it. You don't realize you're doing it. That's, That's awesome. No, I did it. It's cool. It's where you throw away a lot of stuff that you don't need. So I did it this weekend. It's really liberating. After a while, I was like, what else of my boyfriend's stuff can I throw out? So cool. It's really easy. You just, like, what you're supposed to do is you just pick up one of his objects and then you ask yourself, does this bring me joy? And if it doesn't, you just toss it. <laughs> so no more Xbox. <laughs> it's cool, we're making progress. We're down to three iPhone chargers, that's good. You know, I did Uber Pool recently, have you guys done that? Oh, just a few, cool. Um, I did it by accident though, like I didn't realize I pressed the pool part on the app, so the driver came and picked me up and then he went to go pick up another person, so I thought I was getting murdered, <laughs> and I still didn't say anything, I was just in the back seat like, um, uh, never mind, I don't want to be a bother during my murder. <laughs> I was like, what was the other option? Fight for my life and then be wrong? That's so embarrassing. You're <laughs> like, sorry for scratching your eyes out. <laughs> I'll just give you five stars. <laughs> Seems even. It's pretty good. I uh, just got my cable and my IUD installed. <laughs> it was a bundle package. Time Warner's doing some really great things these days. <laughs> So I have like a hundred channels and zero babies. It's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I did. I actually did get an IUD. I did no research getting it. Like I just walked into Planned Parenthood and I was like, what are all the girls getting? I was like, that sounds great. Let's put that in my vagina for seven years. I don't even know what it looks like. It could be a Lego piece in there for all I know. <laughs> Just like a little Lego man hanging around. It's like, no. <laughs> uh, everything is awesome. 
I think I did more research buying a cell phone than I did getting an IUD. And those only last two years and you don't stick those in your pussy, so. I don't know what I was thinking. So bad. Yeah, I got the seven year. I asked for the 20 year and they're like, we don't even make that. I was like, you should. (laughs) Just set it and forget it. (laughs) Be pretty cool. I have no idea, like, I really, I don't know how it works. Like, does it just end, does it stop working on the night of the seventh year? Like, what does it do? Text you when it's done? Like, I have no fucking clue. So weird. But yeah, I got the seven year. And then I guess when the seven years is up, they, like, take it out. And then I open it up and look at all the stuff that I put inside of it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, look at all these memories. friends anymore (laughs) so cool it's a cool time capsule um but i got a well woman's exam beforehand uh if you guys don't know what that is it's where female comics go for material sometimes (laughs) a lot of times when you go there they ask you questions about your sexual health and one of the questions they asked me was how often do i give myself a breast exam and i don't really just because i have small breasts you know like i'd see it (laughs) I'd be like, oh, shit, I have cancer. (laughs) If these are heavy, I should get a bra. (laughs) Like, I know my inventory pretty well. I'm never like, oh, no, there's more breasts back there that I forgot about. But I didn't want them to know that I was that careless, so I thought the appropriate response was every day. (laughs) Uh, Guys, I overshot it. (laughs) I thought I was, like, flossing. Let you floss and then check your breasts every day. Then I was like, what girl doesn't touch your breasts at least once a day, right, ladies? You're the only two in the front row. <laughs> oh, yeah, you too. Cool. Right? You touch them every now and then. Like, right, lady, you touch them. Uh, <laughs> no, like, sometimes they get itchy, especially when we're coming into some money, you know? <laughs> That's the same. Um, no, but they're like these, like, ridiculous-looking flesh mounds on our chest. Like, they're silly. Like, of course we're going to touch them. You know what I mean? They're kind of like our balls in a way, I guess. Like, guys touch their balls all the time. They're like our one ridiculous item on our body, I guess. Guys are just fortunate because they can just keep their balls in their pants. Like, sometimes I feel like that's why guys don't take women seriously is because we have uh, tits on our chest. Like, if guys had balls on their chest, we would be like, that's a really dumb idea, Ted. You need to go back to your cubicle and rethink what you said out here. <laughs> Stop wearing tight shirts to work. <laughs> no, it's crazy. Are most of you guys from New York? Oh, nice. That sounds right. Uh, <laughs> so you've seen people cry in public a lot, right? Yeah, that's our favorite thing. You've seen somebody cry in public before? Yeah, like probably once today. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, that was too much information. No, that's fine. I'm, that's all I do up here is just tell you lots of personal stuff. Um, that's fair. No, it's like when the weather gets nice, we just go outside and cry here. No, it's crazy. I've only seen women cry. Like, I've never seen guys cry in public, but I have seen guys cr- uh, masturbate in public before, <laughs> which I think is y'all's crying. Same outcome, you're just tired and you feel good afterwards. 
it's because we don't have cars to cry in or masturbate in. So we just do it outside. <laughs> I saw a girl crying in the, on the train the other day, and I felt so bad for her. Like, I wanted to go up to her and, like, teach her how to cry on the inside. <laughs> like, I feel like you learn that as you get older. Like, I'm crying right now. Can you guys tell? It's, like, a lot. <laughs> Mainly because I'm in debt. I have a little bit of debt. Uh, not a lot, just like enough where I think about it all day long. Do you guys have that debt? One time I did get out of debt, and then I was like, now what? <laughs> you know, like now I have nothing to live for anymore. So I just put myself back into debt again. Life is good. Goals, you know. Like if you pay your debt off, that's great. But if you don't and then die, like that's pretty great too. <laughs> That's the plan I'm on right now. It's, it's called the fuck it plan. It's where you just like buy whatever you want and then you just die. <laughs> Make sure you die though. That's the most important part of this plan. All right guys, you've been real great. Enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. Let's hear for Countdown. One more time for Sarah Tolenbaugh. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Uh, our next guest tonight is the host of the Legion of Skanks podcast on the Gas Digital Network. Um, he is a real-ass dude, and he is also uh, a, a, someone that was such a fan of our invention, the nickname, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, <laughs> that he has adopted it. <laughs> as his own moniker. <laughs> Everyone, please put your hands together for Luis J. Gomez. Oh, there we go. Give it up for that Jewish kid. Come on, guys. What is that? What a fucking day, guys. Hanging out in Cumtown. That doesn't sound good, right? <laughs> This sounds kind of gay. All right, so I'll tell you guys a little bit about me. Uh, I got a little boy at home. He's four years old. Uh, he won't stop crying. I found him in Central Park. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, he's hot. You know, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm a pedophile. That's my thing. I don't know if you guys know anything about my act, but, yeah, I'm, I'm the only openly pedophile comedian. That's kind of my shtick. Do you... I, you didn't go to my website? It's like everything that we do is like talking about fucking hot kids. So. Love those hot kids. Boys and girls. I don't discriminate, really. I'm going to be honest. Tight. No matter really what way. No matter what way you break it down. Tight. Am I right, miss? Am I right, miss? Good. All right. No, I'm kidding. I'm a dad. I shouldn't be, obviously. They should take him away after that joke. I'm a dad, I, am, I, got, I got a four-year-old son. Are there any parents in this crowd? No? All young people, one dude in the back. <laughs> it's all right, man. It, it sucks having kids, it's fine, don't do it. Don't do it, it's hard, it really is hard. Uh, change your perspective on everything, you know? Let me ask the gentleman a question, just the guys. What's more important to a woman, a beautiful face or a hot body? What do you guys say? Face? Body? All the young guys say body, right? They're like, put a fucking bag over her head, bro. Face down, ass up, motherfucker. Very immature. 
very mature young guys. I say face, and I'll tell you why, because you got to think about this. If you're with a woman, you might have a baby with her one day. If you have a baby with this woman, you want to make sure your baby has a cute face. <laughs> Nobody cares about your baby's body. <laughs> Nobody's like, my baby's got a whatever face, but his body is fucking sick. <laughs> no, you got to see this baby's body. It's out of control. <laughs> he takes his shirt off. He's got pecs, abs. He's got that V-cut thing right there. Where's his diaper really low? Just shredded, this baby. My son is really cute, keeping with the pedophile theme. Uh, <laughs> my son's really cute. My son's so cute, it's uncomfortable when people bring their average-looking babies around us. Because you gotta pretend that they're all the same cuteness, you know? I wanna be honest, I wanna be like, yo, get your gross fucking baby away from mine. <laughs> Bringing down the property value. My son's so cute that if he did get molested, I would be really upset, but I'd still have to be like, okay, that pedophile had great taste in babies. Undeniable. Undeniable how good his taste in babies was. Like, he should go to prison, but he should also have to choose the Gerber baby from his cell every year. Because that would be a waste of talent if he did not do that. He's the dude. Guys, you listen to a podcast named Comtown. Loosen the fuck up, okay? What's going on here? Uh, yeah, man, it is. It is hard. It is hard having kids. The hardest thing I've had to deal with so far is watching my son get bullied. My son is the sweetest kid you'll ever meet. Wouldn't harm a fly. Such a sweet kid. We're at the park the other day playing with his favorite ball. This little girl comes up to him. She pushed him. She took his ball. He started crying. And I went to tell him, I was like, James, you're four years old. You can get away with anything. Punch her right in the fucking stomach and take your ball back. <laughs> you got a small window where you're allowed to hit a girl. I say take advantage of it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're going to cut you off eventually. Right, miss? What do, you, what do you think the age is that they cut you off from hitting girls? What do you say? 28? <laughs> I said, no, six. That's the year, right? Six is the last year you're allowed to hit a girl. You see a seven-year-old hitting a girl, he's going to be a dick for the rest of his life. He's going to join the lacrosse team in high school. He's going to spend a weekend at Coachella. He's going to get a job in finance. That kid fucking sucks. Nobody wants that little wolf of Wall Street, right? And what do you do when your kid's bullied? I started watching the UFC with him. People think I'm crazy because he's four and I'm watching cage fighting with him. But I'm like, fuck that, my son's not getting bullied by girls anymore, you know? And I was watching the fights with him a few weeks ago, he's on my lap. His mom took a video of us watching the fight, she posted it to her Facebook. One of her friends posted a comment underneath the video. She's like, oh my God, I can't believe you let your son watch that violent sport. I was like, let him? He's four years old, I fucking make him, are you crazy? <laughs> he has no say in this. I hold his head right up to the fucking TV set. I hold his eyeballs open like Clockwork Orange. Burning violent images into his brain. Creating a warrior. Give me two more years, I'm gonna go over her house and have my son beat the shit out of her husband in front of her kids just to put her point. He's gonna ground up on her husband on her front lawn while I videotape it and yell, world star. Love the UFC, you guys watch UFC? my fucking favorite sport, man. It's the only sport in the world that's changed the way that men walk around, you know? It's changed the world, you know? Because now you don't know who knows MMA. There's an MMA gym in every city in this country, so you can't judge a book by its cover. You look at their shitty ears, you're like, let me see your ears, bro. What's going on with that? <laughs> cauliflower ear, you know? Like, sorry, you look pretty physically weak, but I don't know you, you know? <laughs> I see you, I'm like, okay, there's Waldo. He's not gonna do shit. He's, uh... You know, I, uh, that, that, but I, don't, I can't judge you like that. You might be like a jujitsu guy. I don't know, you know? I mean, you're clearly wrong, but... All right, so I'm, I'm wrong that you're tough or I'm wrong that you, you're... That you, no, I know, I was kidding. I know you're not. <laughs> it's a fucking comedy club. We know, you're not. I can tell. I, uh, 
But you know what you got to do? You got to at least you should, you should try to like uh, change your style. At least disguise yourself a little bit. Get one of those tap out T-shirts with some flames on it. You're like, all right, I'm not gonna fuck with that guy. Shirt says tap out right on it, right? <laughs> Get an affliction shirt with a dragon across the shoulder. You're like, this guy either knows MMA or he loves Game of Thrones. Either way, he's a badass. <laughs> I take it a step further. You know what I do? I wear a karate uniform. I carry a trophy. That's how I walk the streets. <laughs> Full karate gi, second place trophy. Yeah, second place, because then they're like, all right, that has to be a real trophy. Why would he have a fake second place trophy? <laughs> right? Maybe I'm too high for this crowd. I don't know. I did just get high in the green room. Are we allowed to do that? No, we're not, right? They don't work me at this club. They can't ban me from a club they don't work me at, right? <laughs> just take my dick out, smack this girl in the face with it. Like, wait, wait, wait. Go on, let's get out. What are you gonna do? They're, they're arresting me, fucking teasing me. You cannot sexually assault people in a club you don't work at just because you don't work at that club. You psychopath. It's hard, man. My son, uh, me and my son's mother, we broke up, so we're co-parenting. They call it co-parenting. And uh, that's fine. You know, we're both dating other people, which is always, you know, it's always tough. Uh, I think I'm dealing with the worst uh, end of the deal, though, because she started dating a black guy right after me, and that's really bothering me. Is that racist? <laughs> do you guys think that's racist? Because it's not. I'm going to tell you why. Because it has nothing to do with the color of his skin, okay? It's all insecurity. It's this big black cock. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> it's killing me inside. It's probably killing her inside, too, to be honest. <laughs> want to break it down from a scientific standpoint, right? And it's not that my dick is small, it's just that my dick is nothing to write home about, you know? And I was writing home about their dicks, but... Probably black guys. I'm going to read that letter, right? Dear moms. You should see my dick, it's dope! <laughs> the fattest dick on the block. I don't know. It's a black guy in 1991, apparently. <laughs> My dick's the make it a make it a make it a make it a Mac. My dick is not huge, ladies. I know you were wondering, and this dude. Uh, <laughs> I know. Uh, I, it's not. It's not huge. I remember the first time I saw a huge dick. It was the first time that I saw a porno. Remember the first time I saw a porno? Porno? I was in the fifth grade, so that big porn cock, I got excited. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna have that one day. <laughs> and I waited. Fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. It wasn't until like the 11th grade that I realized I wasn't gonna have a huge cock. I was like, fuck, I gotta develop a personality stat. <laughs> I've been being a fucking asshole to everybody for the past 10 years of my life thinking I'm gonna grow a huge dick. You will burn a lot of bridges when you think you're gonna grow a huge cock, right? That's why trust fund kids act that way. You don't need friends if you got a huge cock. You know that saying, man's best friend is his dog? The first guy who said that had a small cock. <laughs> you got a big cock, that's your best friend. I would treat him like my dog, too. I'd be like, come on, boy, let's go pick up some bitches. <laughs> some of these jokes you're not going to laugh at, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Um, I'll tell you guys a couple more things. I, uh, racism. Let's get into the issues, guys, because this is a 98.9% white crowd. It's a pretty white crowd, guys. That, and that's why as soon as you start mentioning like racial shit, you guys got all fucking tight. You know? <laughs> the black guy was loving it. I talked about his big black cock. It was like, ah, it's fucking true. I do have a big black cock. It's great. All the white people were nervous. They were like, ah, oh, what's gonna happen? Is this guy... 
This guy and his big black cock gonna start attacking everybody? What's happening? Relax, white people, it's okay. It's fucking, that's, we, we can only laugh about it. If we're not laughing about racial issues, we're fucking part of the problem, right? You know? So that's it, come on, everyone, say the N-word. Ready, one, two, come on, three. Pussies. <laughs> Clap your hands if sometimes you're even a little bit racist. There we go. Finally some honesty out of this crowd, okay? Listen to me. All white people are a little bit racist sometimes. All black people are a little bit racist sometimes. I know this because I'm Puerto Rican, and all white people and all black people are both very comfortable being racist against each other in front of Latinos. Because <laughs> you both think we're on your side, you know? Just you want to know a secret? Latinos hate both of you motherfuckers. <laughs> I hate white people and I hate black people. And that's Latino privilege. Because when the race war hits, we get to just wait to see who's winning and then choose that side. Be like, ah, white power, I was with these guys the whole time, all right. And obviously I'm just kidding. White people are not gonna win the race war. Have you guys seen the Olympics? You're fucked. You guys can't win a race, much less the race war. I think racism is kind of funny, man. I don't know, man. Do you guys, uh, <coughs> you guys give, uh, do you guys think uh, Trump is racist? You do, right? Yeah. Everyone thinks Trump is racist. And you know what? You're right, he is. He's a 70-year-old billionaire, of course he is. Have you met any 70-year-old from any social class that's not a little bit racist? You don't think that Trump isn't fucking racist? I just commend him for not saying the N-word anytime the camera's on him. Oh my God, good job, Trump. You didn't fucking let one spill out this time. Good for you, buddy. Old people, do you guys, do you guys uh, give them more room to be racist than younger people, like grandparents? Yeah. You do, right? So fucking ease off of Trump. <laughs> he's a fucking grandpa. He's doing the best he can. He's out there, he's hiring black people, he's fucking shaking hands with Muslims. What do you expect the guy to do? That's way more progressive than your fucking piece of shit grandma, okay? <laughs> your grandma would not touch a Muslim, I promise you, okay? Definitely not. Like, my grandma was the sweetest woman on earth. It wouldn't harm a fly, but she said some racist shit. I grew up in Rockland County, New York, which is right outside of the city. I don't know if you guys know where that's at. But there's a little, you know, Rockland? All right, back me up on this then, okay? There's a little stretch along Route 59 that goes from Spring Valley to Muncie. Now, in Spring Valley, it's all Haitians. In Muncie, it's all Hasidic Jews, okay? So my grandma, I remember when I was learning how to drive, she would chime in with these little racist tips, okay? And that's when everyone's racism comes out. When the windows are rolled up, road rage kicks in. Yeah, we're all a little racist behind the wheel of a car, okay? And my grandma, she was just trying to protect me, okay? It was old school, okay? So I remember, uh, she was like, when you're driving through Spring Valley, you gotta be careful, because these Haitians, they're gonna try to steal your car, okay? <laughs> Lock your doors, roll up your windows, don't even stop at red lights, just boom, go straight through. Take the ticket, it's not worth your life. And you know why she said it's because they have pirate blood. She thought that all <laughs> Haitian people moved to the United States on pirate ships. This is an old woman though, you know? But then she said, you gotta be even more careful. Once you go down Route 59, once you get into Muncie, the Hasidic Jews, this is a quote, while they look safer than the Haitians, they're not. <laughs> because what the Hasidic Jews will do is they'll wait till you're driving by, then they'll push their baby strollers in front of your car, <laughs> so you hit their babies, so they can sue you. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a real lesson that my grandmother taught me when I was 16 years old. That Haitian people have pirate blood, and that Jews are willing to sacrifice their babies for a lawsuit. It's fucked up. I know it's fucked up, okay? But you want to know the most fucked up part about that story? It wasn't actually my grandmother. It was my mom. But when I told the joke it was my mom, people were like, what the fuck? Your mom can't say shit like that. And what was even more fucked up about that wasn't actually my mom. It's me. I'm telling you right now. You got a rotten county. These fucking Jews and Haitians, they're everywhere, guys. So be careful is what I'm saying, okay? All right, thank you. Good night. Marlin, original Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Puerto, the two Puerto Rican rattlesnakes. I like, I like when people like get to find out who actually elected Trump. You have this mental image in your head of like some old right guy. It's like, no, it's a trucker hat Puerto Rican that forces his child to cage fight. That's has very, and you know what? That really doesn't. That's pretty mild racism for a grandma. You know. I had the most. I have a white grandfather who excels at racism, and the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life is he one time referred to black people as the Negroid contingency. <laughs> we, I don't. I don't know what either of those words mean. You know, they didn't teach. That was science they were teaching in 1820. I don't know how you fucking learn that. I guess. Uh, Louis CMMA guy. No one in here voted for Trump, right? Not even as a joke? Yeah. It's fucked up. I don't even know how to talk about it. It's like all these comedians are like, well, this is going to be great for comedy. It's like, first of all, it's pretty fucking selfish. Uh, and, you know, uh, racism by itself was already good for comedy. We didn't need a president as well to do it. Um, so I don't, I don't really know. The, the, only, the only break I get now is to just give myself context. And what I find really funny is to think back to like, just about this time last year, almost exactly, it was like early March last year, and remember uh, how mad people were about that stupid gorilla that died. <laughs> you remember that? How fucking upset people were about that gorilla, Harambe, that died? People were like, a dead gorilla? 2016 is over, it's not gonna get any worse than this. It's like, yeah, just wait five minutes, you piece of shit. How much would you give to have that gorilla back now to be able to personally shoot it in the face? <laughs> if it meant the rest of the year just disappeared immediately. I would do it. I would kill that. I would do it with a fucking toothpick. I would do it slowly and painfully. Full disclosure, too, I was also 100% on board was shooting that gorilla when it happened. I wasn't, this wasn't in retrospect. I was like, yeah, kill the gorilla, of course. Yeah, especially when I found out a little boy fell in his cage. That sealed the deal for me. I was, you already sold me with gorilla. I think, I thought, basically, any, any gorillas, uh, chimpanzees for sure, uh, orangutans, uh, baboons get a pass. Especially the ones that got, you know, the baboons that have like face paint built in? How the fuck that happened? That it figured out how to grow face paint? Those are cool. Um, but ba any like, any monkey with a tail is fine. I, th I just don't like the ones that look that much like people, you know? Like gorillas and chimps and orangutans. Because I feel like if you look that much like a human being, you shouldn't get to be nude all the time. You know? They should put fucking clothes on them. A hat, at least, or maybe some suspenders. 
I don't understand why. Because, you know, it's not even the, you know, the genitals thing, because we actually have much bigger dicks than them, which is probably why they're so dumb. Uh, <laughs> gorilla has a pretty embarrassing dick. It's that they have much nicer bodies than us, and they're also smart enough to know, you know, that they should be... Some, of, some gorillas know sign language. I will never learn sign language in my entire life. That makes the gorilla smarter than me. So, you know, and if you can sign, I love you, while I can see your dick, that's a sexual assault. That's a crime. You know? And you should shoot the gorilla on that ground alone. That should be cause enough to fucking ice that gorilla immediately. I should... I just thought, first of all, I was stoked when that story happened to find out that they keep guns at the zoo in case shit gets real. Who knew that? That the fucking zoo was secretly very exciting and not just bullshit about learning. This is, you remember when, like, you would, they would trick you into learning something as a kid? Like, you'd watch, like, an edutainment show. And you're like, yeah, Arthur's pretty cool. And they're like, actually, this is how science works. And you're like, fuck off with this shit. I want to learn anything. That's what the zoo was. <laughs> then people really thought that there would be, like, one of the zookeepers would be, you know, fucking loading the gun with a tear going down his face. And then there would be another guy at the zoo that's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Let's see how this plays out. Actually. Oh, whoops, whoopsie-daisy. Uh, fuck. Yeah, that boy's dead. I'm sorry. That's on me. I didn't even, I don't even work here. I was looking for the bathroom. And you should lock that door. Basically, anyone with cargo shorts can just walk wherever they want in the fucking zoo. That's the outfit. I feel like the guy that shot, he, it must have been an Australian guy, right? They're experts at that. You can become a national treasure in Australia if you put on boys' shorts and harass animals. That's their chief export. It's those guys, I guess. Um, I don't know. The other, the other fun story last year was the... Uh, you guys see the big Hitler story last year? You get, you get one, there's somehow, there's guys out there that are like, well, it looks like everybody's done all the other history. I guess I'm just going to be a Hitler guy and learn something new about Hitler. You, for like 10 years there, you could get on the, the bestseller list by just writing a new expose about Hitler, you know? Like 10 years ago, it was like, Hitler was actually gay, because people still thought that was bad then, so... <laughs> You could do that. That was fun. And then it became like, yeah, I found a letter from a teacher that said he's a, he was actually an idiot or whatever. Uh, but the big story, the big Hitler story last year was that Hitler had a micro penis, which, by the way, does not mean that it was hooked up to computers, as I initially thought. It's, it's something different. I thought it was a, a tech thing. I was like, oh, no wonder we gave all their scientists jobs immediately after the war. It's genius. I have to bring my phone into the bathroom to play Candy Crush while I shit. He's got it on his phone. Never his dick. It's... No, so micro penis. I had to look it up, which uh, is is pretty funny. <laughs> I to look that up. Uh, micro penis means very small penis, right? Um, which is like sort of a weird story to publish that about Hitler, right? Because I I don't know why you. It's what's the goal there, right? To hurt Hitler's feelings, but Hitler's. Hitler's been dead. Everyone knows. He died in Argentina in 1972. So, so you're not going to hurt Hitler's feelings now, right? The tone of that article is, forget everything you thought you knew about Big Dick Hitler. Yeah, bad news for you. Yeah, I bet you don't respect that guy anymore. You thought he was cool. Yeah, well, you know, the Holocaust is pretty bad, but Big Dick, so 
You gotta listen to them, I guess. No, all you're doing with that story is singling out the most insecure group of men in the entire world, the micro-penis guys. And you're like, guys, I, uh, we've got breaking news. And they're like, is it a cure? You're like, no, not at all. No, you're, you're just Hitler now also. So, you know, enjoy that, I guess. Um, you can borrow a shirt to wear into the pool if you want. I'm be sure today. Because that's the one, you can't be a micro-penis guy, right? That's with all the progress that people have made with, like, body positivity. That's still the one you just... You just can't fucking... Like, if you had, like, a, a body positivity party, right? Where you get, like, the whole crew together, right? And then the music's bumping and the fucking lights are going, right? And they're like, we're like, we're gonna go around the room and everybody do their thing, right? And so it's somebody that's like, fat guy, and everyone's like, yeah! You know, and then somebody that's like, I'm crippled, and they're like, yeah, he's the best dancer, he's better than everybody. Everybody, we're all gonna learn dances from him, you know? The guy's like, oh, I'm deaf, and they're like, let him DJ, he's the one. He gets the ones and twos, we'll put him on it, right? And then a the guy's like, look at my, my dick, look at it! He's like, ah, oh, fuck! Shut the party down! The party, get, get, fuck! Everyone go home, please. Get away from the Doritos with your fucking weird dick. It's for everybody. I guess. Sorry, you're gonna have to wait. You're gonna, have the micropenis guys now, they thought maybe it'll be like, you know, 10, 15 years, maybe micropenis will be accepted. Now they have to wait until people forget about Hitler, and that's just not gonna happen, I guess. So another story about a fucked up law in North Carolina passed. A lot of people are like, which one? Because they do that a lot. They passed a law that says that trans people can't use public restrooms, which is fucked up. I think, I'm think i not going to pander. I'm sure everybody agrees with that, right? Um, and we know that if you live in New York, because you, you, know, you can't ban people from public restrooms. They'll find a way, right? You know? We tried to do that here with homeless people. We tried to keep them out. And now the whole fucking city smells like shit. So make the bathroom off limits. Now your whole city's a bathroom. Good job. Um, but what, that story piqued my interest because then all these like uh, artists and companies started boycotting North Carolina. And the last company I saw to boycott North Carolina was uh, Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> like they thought that would work. That <laughs> Cirque du Soleil is like, this will stop them. <laughs> this will make them change their mind. Like there's gonna be some bigoted North Carolina lawmaker that's like, cause we have to have an emergency session. We lost Cirque du Soleil. Yeah, you guys know Cirque du Soleil. The, the, fr the French mom clowns that wear latex and kiss each other in the air. Yeah, they use ribbons to do parkour in each other's assholes. They're not coming here anymore. Like, Cirque du Soleil is what they think trans people are doing in those bathrooms. It's a problem. It's like, they're in there. They got a lion. They don't even abuse it. Like a good Christian circus. You guys don't know. Is anyone from the South? Anyone? Yeah, do you, are you familiar with the thing that like they just get like lions and tigers and do these like I guess these weird type of Christians they go around and just abuse big cats for you I didn't know that. I lived in Texas for a couple of years and there was like a place that was just selling a tiger and uh, my friend was like yeah I guess Christians just abuse I don't know why I even went on that fucking tangent alright I'm gonna bring up uh, your next comic uh, the co-host of the show uh, keep it going for Stavros Halkius, everybody. Hey, all right. 
Hi, have a nice hand for Nick, everybody. My boy. Guys, thank you so much for coming out. Um, so nice to be here. Let's get into it. Let me tell you what's going on with me, gang. Um, I've been here, I've been in New York about a year now. Um, I moved to a city where I can't afford the food. Um, and I walk everywhere and I'm getting fatter somehow. I don't know how that's possible, but boy am I figuring it out, you guys. Uh, I think it has a lot to do with halal cart, honestly. You know? Do you guys fuck with halal? I'm living like an 85% halal cart diet at this point in my life. Which is, a, which is a real big issue, you guys. Because uh, I'm pretty sure the amount of time you cook meat should never be until somebody buys it. <laughs> what? That's, that's not a cook time, you guys. That's not on any recipe does it say cook time indefinitely. Uh, I go back a lot. Uh, it's tough because I'm an emotional eater. You know, I use food as drugs. Uh, but I also use drugs as drugs. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be able to eat a whole pizza just high on cocaine, but... I'm, f I'm five for five so far. <laughs> Power through every time. <laughs> I don't know. My drinking's bad, too. I've been getting real drunk recently, but I've been getting a special kind of drunk. I've been getting, well, looks like I'm not friends with those people anymore, drunk. <laughs> You know that kind? Where you're drafting an apology email the next day. And you're like, no, I'll just never see these people again. That'll be so much easier. If you're gonna drink, here's my advice, right? Drink with drunk people, right? Because drunk people remember things exactly the same way you do, right? You're reminiscing the next day with your drunk bros, it's awesome. It's like, dude, last night was crazy. You fought that midget? <laughs> and then you hooked up with the hottest girl I've ever seen. Right? That same story with a sober person is just, hey man, uh, you hit a kid. <laughs> yeah, you slapped a child and then you just kissed a lamp for like 20 minutes. It's very strange behavior. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I gotta lose I feel like I have to lose weight. Mostly, thank you, I appreciate that. But I, I don't know, man, I, I'm tired of being fetishized, you know? <laughs> Not sexually, platonically, you know? Because, like, people look at me and they're like, oh, yeah, that's a big, fat party animal, friend. Right? I don't, I'm more than that, you guys. You think I just want to wear Hawaiian shirts? No. You think I only want to do cannonballs? No. I want to do other dives, you guys. I can't, you know, people expect a certain thing from me. I don't know. I don't know what to do about it. I also, but I don't know, not everything, the weight loss isn't going good, but some other things in my life are pretty cool. Uh, my cousin recently came out of the closet, which I thought was pretty great. Yeah, no, it made me really happy, thank you, yeah. It made me really happy, you know, for two reasons. Number one, I was really proud of her. You know, like that takes a lot of guts to do. Uh, and number two, now I get her half of our grandparents' inheritance money. <laughs> so like, that's, that's a fun bonus. Uh, no, just a joke. We're never going to tell our grandparents, right? We're just going to run out the clock on that one. But it is crazy how homophobic some people still are in this day and age, you know? Like, I went to the gay pride parade with my cousin and a friend of mine, and my friend said something I couldn't believe. He was like, I don't get it, dude. What do gay guys see in other guys? 
they're hairy and they don't have boobs. And I couldn't believe the backwards way he was looking at it because everybody knows it's not that gay men are attracted to other men. It's that their parents sinned a long time ago. And God is punishing them with a gay child. Duh! Read the Bible every once in a while. It's right in there. I want to say chapter three, but I'm not positive. So that joke went fine here, you know, but it has bombed big time, guys. Uh, one time a lady came over and I told that joke, and she was like, you can't say that. That's blasphemous. You're going to hell. Right? But she said it like it was a threat. You know what I mean? But like, if really religious people write about hell, hell is probably a pretty sweet place. Right? Number one, no prudes in hell. We're talking second date. Tops. It's going down in hell, right? Also, very tastefully decorated, right? Because of all the gay people, right? You know how tacky heaven probably is? Just a bunch of Bud Light mirrors and moose heads everywhere. No, thanks. Send me to hell. Thank you guys for coming again. I gotta say, we mentioned up top, but a lot of very pretty women here tonight. Um, fellas, do you ever see like a really pretty girl and think to yourself, oh man, the ways. <laughs> the ways I would uh, sexually disappoint her. <laughs> Anybody else? No, just me. Um, I'm going through some self-esteem stuff, I'll be honest, guys. <laughs> My girlfriend, for the last year, she's been doing this thing where she exclusively dates other people. And I think that's pretty rude of her. <laughs> yeah, I'm going through a breakup, and it sucks. Honestly, I don't know. The worst part about it is I realized I deserved it. You know, I was a bad boyfriend. Here's how you know you were a bad boyfriend. While you're getting broken up with, yeah, in the moment, you're sad. But in the back of your head, you're thinking, hey, good for her. She's gonna turn her life around now. This was what she needed. Uh, I don't know what to do now, guys. You know, I'm single for the first time in a while. I'm up against a lot when it comes to being single. I feel like everyone's online dating, right? Anybody here doing it? Yeah. Yeah? How's it going? Good. Good? Good. All right. What do you use? All of them. I mean, cast a wide net. You know what I'm saying? Who cares what we bring back? I'll fuck it. I'll tell you that much. I use, I use Tinder. And, and you know, I really like Tinder because I always assumed a lot of women didn't want to fuck me. But now I know. You know what I mean? Like now, 80 women a day pass. So, yeah, I don't know. I hate all forms of modern dating. I hate sexting. Every time I'm sexting, I feel like a politician running for office. You know, it's like, I'm making a lot of promises that deep down, I know I can't deliver on. <laughs> I, don't know, I hate dick pics. Dick pics are out there now. You know, I don't want to be judged by my out-of-context dick, you guys. That's why here's what I've been doing to combat this issue. I've been making scaled-down versions of everyday items. <laughs> I just have a half-sized remote at home, you know what I mean? Hey, hey, pretty big, right? Pretty big compared to this normal remote. I'm not even holding it, I have a doll hand holding it, you know what I mean? 
perspective, you guys. I don't know. I guess my biggest issue is I'm just not good at being... Like, I'm not good at the places single people go to meet. You know, like, I'm not good in bars. I'm not good at clubs. No one's ever wanted to fuck me while Kesha was playing. And look, ladies, I'll level with you. Let's say we hit it off and you come back with me. The sex isn't going to be that great. But the breakfast? Huh? What do you like, crepes? We'll go crepes. Throw some Nutella on those motherfuckers. Right, avocados if you're nasty. And then who do you want to cuddle with? Some guy with his dumb abs poking you? You can feel his bones? This is a no bone situation. It's very comfortable. And look, this last one's a little graphic, but who do you think's really eating pussy? You think it's the guy with the aerobic stamina to fuck all night? Or is it me, right? That's a very low impact activity. Uh, I can just sort of lay down, not get winded, right? Uh, so that's my pitch. I don't know what you're up to, but uh, fuck. Just been stuck. God damn it, that was probably so distracting. I was trying to tape this set uh, to show someone and this has probably been fucking teetering the whole time god damn it I'm such a piece of shit well that's my set <laughs> alright guys well god damn I am I am so annoyed at how that ended but uh, what are you gonna do right uh, we've got some more great show for you and coming up next one of, the, one of our favorites, our, our little cum boy. Give it up for Adam Friedland, everybody. Good night. All right. Stop. I thought you were fucking this up because you're fat, but uh, it's hard. Okay. One more time for uh, Stavros Alcius, everyone. funny because um, as comics we're all like we act like we're friends but we're all naturally like competitive with one another but uh, Stav is like the only friend of mine that I actively root for um, because heart disease is really rooting against me so I just want him to get on Carson before okay uh, I witnessed a miracle recently anyone seen a miracle Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I witnessed a real life miracle. It was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, I work in Midtown. I work at an all women's divorce law firm. I'm the only man there. Uh, there's a men's restroom. It's the only place I can be alone in New York City. Uh, <laughs> I hate my fucking life. I uh, was at Panda Express outside my office uh, arguing with my mom on the phone and I saw something, probably the most beautiful thing I've ever seen in my entire life. I saw an old Chinese man, okay, in Panda Express. One, that's weird. What are you doing at a Panda Express? It's a bastardization of your cuisine. Why are you there, you old Chinese man in Dora Explorer t-shirt? I saw an old Chinese man holding his phone out and shazamming 
Hey Yeah by Outkast. <laughs> I cried. I cried. I openly wept. I cry all the time in public. Uh, that, I, cry, I fucking cried. I, it, was, it was one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my life. It's like one of those moments where you know, it's like, that's, I'm never going to see anything that great again. I get, you get three of them. I think you get three perfect moments. I got that uh, old Chinese man in the Dory the Explorer t-shirt. Um, and then I got, oh yeah, one time uh, my friend's brother sent me weed from Oregon. And uh, I got the weed in the mail and I asked my friend, what's it called? He's like, my brother didn't give me a name. So I said, I looked at it, I said, I'm gonna call it Death Star because it's circular and uh, dense. And then he texts uh, text my friend an hour later, he said, it's called Death Star. And I fucking ran through a wall. I, I, I Kool-Aid man through a wall. And then I, I, I don't know what the third thing, I, I found an eighth. I found an eighth on the ground one time. When I, was, when I was 19 years old, it's pathetic that two of the most lucky things to ever happen to me are weed related, but uh, that's my fucking life. I'm 30 years old. I have uh, 40, or, sorry, 40. I have $60,000 in undergraduate student debt from a college that is a fake college. It's called The George Washington University in Washington, D.C. Fuck off, fuck off. It is a real estate scam with a college based on top of it. Um, I went there, it was, it basically it's a place where uh, rich people uh, can send their f uh, fail failure children, fail sons. Uh, yeah, uh, Chapo, yeah, cool. Cool, it's where you can send your fail sons uh, for $60,000 a year uh, to, uh, to get an education in Washington, D.C., and it has a similar name to Georgetown, but it is not as good of a university. I went there, it was uh, shocking. I was a scholarship kid. I got, they, they gave me $40,000 a year, and I was like, I'm fucking rich. I'm gonna go to D.C. It sounds like Georgetown, George Washington. That's the first president. Wow, that's incredible. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna get a great education. This is gonna be incredible. And I got there, and it was just all just kids with their parents, American Express black cards. And they were just like, uh, do you go clubbing? And I'm like, I'm a boy. I don't, I don't go clubbing, I am a boy. And they were like, I've been clubbing since I was 12 years old. And I was like, what the fuck is your life? Where are you coming from? I went to a dance club uh, with some of these fucking fuck boys that I went to college with one time. And I just put on a stripy shirt, you know, this kind of thing. And, uh, and fucking loafers, and we went to the dance club. And there was a fucking Iranian man, you know, with a velvet rope, and uh, they, this guy just, like, get, paid him off. Some fucking kid that I went to, a boy that I went to college with. And, uh, and he paid him off, and he brought us to a private bottle service table. And it was just, it was the most pathetic experience in the world. It was a club of adults. And then a section where there was a table, a Chuck E. Cheese section, <laughs> where there were just boys dancing on a couch to Benny Benassi. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this right now? This should, this should be against the rules. We are children. We are children. And thankfully, most of their parents uh, lost a lot of money in the 2008 recession. So that's... 
yes, thank you for the applause. Thank you for the applause. I, I deserve applause for every joke, so. Um, I've lived in New York for two years. I came here to follow my com comedy dreams. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. Uh, I used to do comedy in D.C. and I was like the glasses Jew. I was like the one. I was the one glasses Jew. And then I got here and there were like uh, just 75 other versions of me. They were all named Adam Friedland. I don't know how that's possible. And they were like, we had the same argument with our parents. We moved to New York and we want to follow our dreams. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I'm spitting. I'm sorry, ma'am. It's fine. Okay. All right. All right um, I moved here, I got, I, I had a, a rough time uh, moving here, I, I had a really uh, uh, tough, tough break uh, before I moved here, I was, I was dating a girl, uh, we lived together, we had a, we had a whole life uh, together, we had a cat and an apartment, and then she started getting uh, DJing lessons from my best friend, <laughs> and uh, they're married now, they're, they got married to each other, they fell in love. Behind the ones and twos um, is uh, this, the, so romantic, guys. It was like probably one of the most romantic love stories I can think of. A DJing love story. Uh, love in this club, Miramax Pictures 2001. Uh, uh, their hearts beating at a perfect 4-4 pace in unison. Um, I, it's pathetic to know that uh, I'm a plot complication in a... In a DJing love story, that's what that's what my life has amounted to. It's it's the most important thing that I've done. Really, was uh, get cucked by a DJ. <laughs> I was very depressed when I moved here. Um, I used to have these panic attacks, um, and uh, I'd wake up at like 6 a.m. and I'd remember how miserable my life was. That I had no job. And, the, and no prospects in comedy, and I, no woman would love me. And uh, so I'd, I'd wake up and I'd have these panic attacks. And one morning I had a panic attack that I hadn't had a vegetable in nine months since my girlfriend <laughs> left me for my DJ best friend, right? So I freaked out, and I went to Key Food in Bushwick. <laughs> And I got every single vegetable I could find, right? And I was just making fucking smoothies all day and salads. And I tried to eat nine months worth of vegetables in one day. So that night... <laughs> that night, Nick and I were at a comedy show. Uh, it was like the third comedy show that I'd been to that night that they told me I was not allowed to perform at. I was very sad. I was waiting for the G train, and those nine months of vegetables just, just needed to exit my body really badly, right? And I was just pacing around the platform of the G train. I was like, please don't poop your pants. Just please, do not shit your pants. You're 27 years old, just don't shit your pants in public. I was walking around, and a train came. I saw the train approaching. I was at the end of the platform, and it, it stopped two and a half miles away from me on the platform. <laughs> I ran after it, the doors closed, and I wait another hour for another G train. I finally, when I got on the train, on my way home to Bushwick, I sat down, and about five minutes later, I pooped, I cockeyed. I poo-pooed <laughs> in my pants, okay? I, I crap, I shit myself. 
I shit myself and I was wearing shorts. I was wearing, sh I was wearing shorts on the train and I had wet vegetable poo in my pants and I was just elevating my pants so that the turds wouldn't fall out of my shorts. And there was this old nurse and she saw me and she smelled it. She was clearly just off of an eight hour shift. She smelled the shit and she was like, oh, fuck no. I was the smelly guy on the car. I was that guy. Anyway, I get back to Bushwick and um, there's just shit falling out of my shorts onto the street. So much so that like when, when someone the next day would see crap on the street, they'd be like, someone needs to pick up after their dog. But it was a man. It was a, it was a sad man. Anyway, I get back to my block, and it was summertime, and uh, some kids on my block had popped a fire hydrant. Classic, classic New York, right? Popped a fire hydrant, it was so hot, they are playing outside, just like in the movies, right? So cool, so authentic. So I made the executive decision, because I had shit like, down my legs, that I was gonna drop my shorts and my underpants with my, just with my, dick just flapping in the wind i was gonna just put there was no one out it was 3 a.m i was just gonna place my asshole on top of the geysering fire hydrant right so as to clean the shit out of my fucking ass and then go back to my apartment um anyway the second my ass touched the water three Puerto Rican boys on bikes rolled up. And they saw me just squatting there, just looking, just looking sad and confused. And they looked at me, they were like, oh, fuck, oh, hell no. They're like, you gay as shit, man. I was like, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm just new to the city, I'm new here. Okay. Is that my time? Yeah, I think that's my time. Uh, I think that's my time, everyone. I'm gonna bring up my co-host. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, gang. Show. Jeff Fun. Guys, this is like, sir, I, there's no ir irony. This is serious. This is surpassed. Uh, holy shit. You guys listen to our thing? <laughs> Yo, real quick though, shout out to my man with the Ravens hat on. I see you, dog. Thank you so much. Dude, Ray Rice, not guilty. Y'all got to feel yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ray Rice was framed, yo. Yeah, he was framed. Yeah, my cousin worked at that elevator, yeah. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all ain't seen them real tapes, yo. Them's were, there were some real tapes. That's my favorite. She the called fav the My favorite Dundalk character is the guy that worked in the elevator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> elevator <laughs> worker? Yeah, that's yeah, dude. They still have those here. Bellhops? Like, yeah, yeah, like fancy hotels. There's like, no. I mean, I, you, there's like freight elevator guys. Who are the most miserable people in the fucking world? Yeah. Really? The, yeah, the local nine nine one two eight six fucking yeah. freight elevator operators. Because they have to just listen to Jewish women talk about their couches. I gotta bring my couch over at four p.m. <laughs> yeah. It's a very expensive couch. I, Jose, what's your name? Yeah. Anyway, 
<laughs> Sorry. Wow, I'm dude, sorry. that was pretty anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah, I felt a lot of, well, fuck Jewish people. How <laughs> else are they supposed to get the couch in the building, dude? Yeah, dude. I guess you don't like couches? You I just want to like fucking sit on chairs? Listen, guys. Chairs aren't comfortable. Yeah. I, I to stop, a uh, couch is a chair. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of... Co- He's I will not stand shit. Yo, anyway, I, f- I felt confidence for my set, and then I just went with that. I, I, I'm that sorry riff, that, yeah, that riff bombed. Sorry, rich, yeah, <laughs> bombed. But, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, you're not going to have every joke. Yeah. Well, it was great, and we actually we compiled a clip show from the show, so we're going to play yeah, we're one bit. <laughs> everybody's bit. You're going to hear Lewis uh, beating his kid again. <laughs> yeah, how fucked is that kid? Uh, Lewis is gone. We can all laugh Yeah, now. we can all yeah, laugh now. Yeah. That's that kid, the UFC great. fucking rules, dude. <laughs> I know you guys don't like it because you're not strong like I think I am. But <laughs> UFC is fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy we make fun of, the Puerto Rican rally. <laughs> he's a funny guy, but he's he's he like earnestly wears tap out shirts, <laughs> yeah. which I don't understand. How you do the, the hubris of a tap out shirt. Absolutely. The most incredible thing is that you take like one class. One adult karate class. <laughs> and then you get the, sh- the shirt that says, I'm ready to fight anyone I see. <laughs> the most incredible thing about Lewis is that he's never watched football before. Yeah. He's not into any sports because other sports have, like, rules <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a concept. Other sports it. aren't just reminding him I don't of childhood, it. basically. Wait, what, NASCAR, what's that stand for? What's a car? I don't, I don't understand. Why are the, what's, a, what's a ball? Why are the balls shaped different? Oh, two people punch each other in the face. Perfect. <laughs> that makes sense to me. Well, uh, want to make fun of our friend Mateo's gay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. You saw that shit? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you saw that shit? Yeah. I, I, uh, I was like, I was like going to the gym. What are for you like... asking them if they saw? You saw that shit? <laughs> You're here. Cool. Cool. We're gonna... all chewing gum right now. Is yeah, that cool, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah dude. Well, I was intimidated by Lewis, so I needed to take it up a notch. So, gum, gum is tap out shirts of the mouth. Well, I don't feel bad making fun of Lewis because apparently on his last podcast, he pulled up a picture of me and he's like, Yeah, he looks like a uh, Jewish kike Jew. Uh, I was like, oh, well, it's creative. It's creative. <laughs> I, I want to get, uh, you know, there's a. The, the, what's that? Yeah, beat up. <laughs> yeah, right now we're challenging Lewis, Adam, Lewis in the octagon. Right? <laughs> Me and Nick will be in I've the corner. Lewis says, Lewis, but there's this guy, Mickey Gall, that does Legion of Skanks, who's like actually like a pretty cool guy. He's a, He's UFC a real fighter. fighter, yeah. And Lewis keeps challenging him to fights. So <laughs> and they keep taping the fights. And he's like, I'll fucking kick his ass next time, dude. <laughs> so he will absolutely fight you. Well, he's not in my weight class. I've been sick for uh, 13 days. Yeah, and that's I, it. I weigh about 134 pounds right now. Right, we'll give you a weighted vest. Yeah, guys, no, we should do like wire fighting, like Crouching Tiger, where you get a wire and Lewis doesn't. Oh, that's cool. So well, you can swoop in. For- as a policy, <laughs> as a policy, guys, I'm always wearing a wire. Why, would so. I really <laughs> <laughs> fucking snitch, dude? I really want to get Lewis into. You wearing a wire, dude? Check for the check his wire. Fucking wire. <laughs> I want to get Lewis into there's a sport that's called they uh, call me Big Pussy Freelance <laughs> that's not why we call you that <laughs> how's that I cut you off you did <laughs> three or four times cool. well I'm so uh, excited to mention chess boxing which yeah. is a thing I found online where you play a round of chess 
and then you punch each other in the face. Is that what Wu Tang talks about? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. Well, there's no space or weed element, but yeah, kung fu, yeah. chess boxing. Yeah, cool. so you get. I, I want to be like a chess boxing guy, and then instead of a tap out shirt, I just get like a tribal tattoo, an old English tattoo directly on my brain that just says checkmate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the tough ch- chess boxing guy. If the, if the three cum boys ever got in an octagon to fight, we would just end up having sex with each other. <laughs> <laughs> be like, yeah, we finally be free. Yeah. Let's set up whatever so we, we need to get. Rules are first blood. That's who. First come. Yeah. Whoever first comes first wins. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. like we did, did. Do that. Was it Icky Bicky where you all come on the biscuit, but Stop keeps eating the biscuit early. <laughs> Yo, like, we're supposed leave. to beat off first. It's like you know how I am around grands. Dude, can't help myself. I need the carbo fuel to beat off. <laughs> can't beat off on an empty stomach. <laughs> I don't know if we we mentioned this on the podcast the LMFAO thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We now did. that one's just blatantly homophobic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's ironic. It's uh, ironic, but this it would be funny if there were three uh, guys that enjoyed cum, those kind of guys that went into a. If Mateo and two of his pals, it yeah. also looked like Mateo. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Sop. Um, went to a sperm bank, and while that song, uh, shot, 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 shot. <laughs> Shots, 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 shots. You know, and they're like arm in arm. And yeah. That's the sketch. Doing idea. this, doing the fucking. Yeah, that's a that's that's one of the sketches we're gonna film. I have like a word document with shit like that written in it from like 2006. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write sketches for myself. We should do a personally. viral dance video. I've been talking about. What do you guys think? Huh? The other way, us, us doing just the, the other sperm bank whip, idea. dude. I don't know how to dance. I'm sorry. Uh, we'll figure it out, but I want to do like a, a hidden camera show where it's you shoot it, you somehow <laughs> shoot it inside the lobby of the sperm bank, right? Okay, facing out to the parking lot, you know. Cool. And then you have a guy pull up in a car, and he just gets out of the driver's seat with this giant bucket. <laughs> he gets like a foot away from the door, trips, and it's all over the window. <laughs> And then that's the, and that's the show. But then you do it. That's every prank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the next time it's a pizza restaurant. <laughs> it's just a really good coincidence yeah, the right. first time that it makes right. sense. But and then <laughs> season two, he has a giant cell phone that he's screaming into, but he's also got the bucket of coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and then and then uh, and then we saw it to SNL because at the end he goes, mm, Donald Trump, no thanks. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, yeah. that is uh, Donald Trump, no thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, PU, folks. Right? <laughs> uh, tune in next week. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming. Yeah, all, thanks for coming all your money is going to Bernie, uh, uh, Bernie for Sanders the, for the last election. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to give it to him for the last election that's over. Yeah. But uh, well, A lot of people don't know this. He never had a bar mitzvah. So we're raising money for Yo, the Bernie love, bar mitzvah. I'd love to go to Bernie's bar mitzvah. Uh, DJed by Adam's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she's got giant fake sunglasses on, <laughs> or cat in a hat hat, you know. Oh hell yeah! Uh, this is oh, uh, we Jewish, a bunch of like Jewish parody songs. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know how bar mitzvahs work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I want to be one of the. Do you remember at bar mitzvah? I don't know how many Jews are here. You remember the motivational dancers at bar mitzvahs? What? Yeah, motivational dancers. Yeah, they'd have the DJ and they'd have like, like two dancing, hot girls dancing Tony like, Robbins in the front. Is that supposed to be for motivation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he's. 13-year-olds want to kill themselves, so... 
Yeah, it was to help them, to, to help the boys, to help yeah. the boys. I don't know. I used to get to it popping. Yeah, that's where I learned how to grind dance at the bar at Bon Mitzvahs. I just used to fucking cum my pants every, every fuck. <laughs> just Rebecca Goldstein, just fucking grinding her child pussy on my. Feet. <laughs> That's that's my understanding I was of a bar mitzvah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think that's is in the, the Torah. That's yeah. what's in the Torah. Yeah. I, I tell people, and that's what I post online. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. but yeah, no, you guys are great. We're oh, that's re- the show. What's that? Real quick, uh, yeah. the Red Sea parts, but it's come. Yeah, it comes nice, back. Nice. Well, thanks. That, that's that the, the end, guys. Yeah. I just wanted to sneak oh, that one, in there. one One last thing. If you guys on Monday are in Brooklyn, we're, we're doing another show. The three of us are going to be doing another show. Come on, everybody. We do it once a month, the fourth Monday of every month. Uh, you got a lot. Maybe some of you have been to it before. Funny Hell yeah. Thanks a lot. You guys are fucking sick. You're the best. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Great. See ya. Bye.